daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everybody. I'm your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt, and with me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Playing Campbell Porto, we have Sam Capic. Big boy. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Stigander Yaronson, we have Gordon Proctor. A very shook big boy. <laughs> shook. <laughs> and playing Yorana Rabburn, we have Savannah Merritt. A consistently sweaty big girl. <laughs> Gross. We are back for more adventures. How are we sweaty. doing, guys? Uh, moist, I guess. <laughs> sweaty, apparently. <laughs> Twit seems so. <laughs> Last time on Rhyme of the Frost, yeah, there is. There is. We're getting to it. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers from on, last episode. <laughs> last time on Rime of the Frostmaiden, our adventure solved the mystery of the rune room and gave Dazan the simulacrum back his like basic existence in mortality, making him Dazan the the dude. Which based on his demeanor and very quickly on his attitude and the people that he knew that he asked the party to mess with, Yora realized that she knows who he is, a collaborator of her father's back in Waterdeep. Not good. He un uh, accidentally, to be honest, because because design the simulacrum was kind of sweet. He was kind of he, he was kind of innocent, kind of sweet design the wizard is most decidedly not sweet and kind of a douche. And that, I think that triggered Yora's memory. The douchiness <laughs> triggered well, Yora's memory. <laughs> no, we had the discussion and uh, everybody was like, we can't judge the simulacrum for the sins of his father. And then he was his father. And he just became, <laughs> became the dude. It happens. So you guys, you guys kind of let him go and then rested a little bit. And as you headed up to escape the lost spire of Netheril, you had a close encounter with some bugbears that you probably could have smashed. But at that point, it was like, ugh, I'm, I'm so tired. tired. Yeah. <laughs> so well, Campbell like dimension doored you guys out back up to the snow and you guys hustled off into the wilderness where you rested and checked out the items that you got the mysterious flask of liquid and the amulet the amulet ended up being a the command amulet for oh, oh whatchamajiggy <laughs> a, a construct a an armored construct. And then the potion ended up giving Yora the ability to cast minor illusion at will as a cantrip. 
which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I don't know if I mentioned this mechanically speaking, Yora. Uh, that does not count against your known spells or your spell lit. That's just there. So if you have in the future, like you need space for more cantrips, that one doesn't count. So just annotate that. That's a that's basically a, a gift, a blessing, a boon from Maestral, <laughs> the progenitor god to Maestra, the magic the goddess of magic. And as you guys kind of broke camp and you're getting ready to head southwest because that's where the ping from the medallion was coming from, a voice echoed out, hissed through the night, and you came into contact with the ancient white dragon. And that's where our adventurers pick it up. Really slept with this guy all night and none of us knew. Not one of us. Stag, did we actually sleep on him? <laughs> did we actually sleep on him? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Uh, to be fair, he really matches well. Yeah, that, that, uh... I don't know. Like the rest of the snow has like a bluish. This dragon's more of like a eggshell, almost like cream. <laughs> Did you have history as like an Egg interior shell. designer? Yeah, pottery. <laughs> because of kilns and firing. Uh, <laughs> it's worse. That's just what my parents did. <laughs> Snaps, Campbell. Snaps. Shield Guardian was the word I was looking for, guys. Mm -hmm. Shield Guardian. I blanked. Apologies to everybody on occasional memory blanks. I am in the first week of a new medication, and it's playing hell with me. But on other aspects, I'm doing great. So I just, my body's getting used to it, and occasionally my mind will just go, and stop. <laughs> so fans... Please bear with me if you catch any of that during our recording and we haven't edited it out or that uh, players, please, please bear with me. I well, just forget about right now. Image. Got it. Oh, okay. So just general <laughs> descent. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not just, in the union. We don't have to listen to you. I just, I just said that. And the entire, all of the characters, hi, John, all the characters bonded together. At the same time, didn't hear a word of it, but I know I get the gist. Got it. I'm unwelcome here. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Ah, glad you finally got the point. Oh. Please forget about wow. the dragon. There is no dragon. They're not real. Well, now you're fucked. No. <laughs> because if I'm going out, I'm going out with a bang. So... That's where we find our adventurers. They are confronted with this towering mass of, of ancient elemental horror. This, this queen of her species, you know, just the, the absolute apex predator of the North. You, an insurmountable monster. And, uh, she, she has just, said to 
her writer that she has agreed with whatever her writer just told her, which you guys did not hear. She was speaking to her writer and there was silence. And then she said, you're right. And then rose up out of the ground to confront you. Well, I guess if she was um, going to attack, she would have by now. Well, we are not in combat yet. You guys have a few seconds of like, let's let's do something, you know? Shit, shit, shit. Now we're all friends here, right? Don't move. Its, it's vision is based on movement. I do not <laughs> think that's true. Since you said that, Stag, make a perception check. Ah. Natural 20. Wow. So you say that as a joke because you're terrified. There's this <laughs> massive monster. But you notice that she's continually, and it's a she for sure. She doesn't have the big horns of a male dragon. She has the crests of a female. I didn't know that's how that went. Yep. Okay. That's how that goes. You can see that she's continuously moving her head back and forth. And with that nat 20, you can tell just by looking up. And you can remember running into the young white dragons, just the adults, mm -hmm. the, the twins. And their eyes glowed a piercing blue. Yes. Like you could see them in the dark. And you can't see hers. And as you look up, you see her eyes are incredibly foggy. And she's kind of tossing her head back and forth like this, like constantly, kind of just a little bit, just barely perceptible. But enough for the barbarian who's lived up here for his entire life to catch it. So her vision's not based on movement. Uh, no, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because she ain't got none. <laughs> we don't know. Here. If you want me to start talking, say something. Uh, yeah, start talking, I guess. Uh, there's a deep rumble in the, the white worm's chest. And she speaks out and says... My companion have bid me to speak to the mice on matters most pressing for my territory. You mean there's something you need us to do that you can't do yourself? Uh, there's a deep, there's a deep like hitched rumble, which you realize is a chuckle. <laughs> I can do anything. I do not need mice to accomplish things. But... Melthorond has asked that I spare you. Melthorond being... your buddy? Yes. I... am becoming slow in my age and my progeny are of no help my children 
wish to oust me from my territory. I cannot ask them for assistance. I ask, now that I have helped you escape my children once before, that you heed my warning. Your time runs short. Though I am particularly adept at surviving in the cold, I do not wish to see my home turned into the territories of devils and bitter gods. I am the absolute god of this territory. And as she begins to talk, you can hear her anger rising and her voice becoming harsher and less calm. I am the frozen wings of death. I am the only huntress here. I am the absolute god of the north. None shall escape my wrath. Not a half-owl goddess. Not a blue devil. Not a dwarf who thinks he can build life from the ground up. I am the Absolute. And I will live forever. I may not be able to see you or see my enemies, but I see much more than that. And I will not allow these interlopers to sully my hunting grounds, my perfect snows, with their undead abominations and their half-ghosts. So, though we are not allies of a normal sort. I ask thee to align with me if you wish and let bygones be bygones between our races. And with that she kind of gestures her head at Stigander being technically a half giant and the giants or a, a giant kin and Stag you would have some inkling of the beef between giants and dragons oh yeah they've they got a long history yeah toss aside the chains that we bound you with as she gestures her head at Yora and the awakening spells that created you. And gestures at Campbell Porto. We toss this history aside for the greater existence of our home. Will you do this? Well, it sounds like uh, our interests are certainly aligned, so I have no, uh, no issues taken aside with you. What would an... Yeah, let me re-say that, because that was very southern sounding. What would I... <laughs> what would a... 
what would an alliance look like between us? I will go east and keep my children at bay. And I will not eat you or your kin. And I will fight if it comes down to it, to my last breath, which hit me very well. In exchange. In exchange. You continue your hunt. You destroy the enemies of my home, of my kingdom. And you leave me in peace. There's a group among you who actively hunts me. Your pseudo-kin giant. Your tribesmen. They hunt myself and my progeny so that we do not feed upon the caribou. I would ask that we are left to rule the north in peace. It'll take some convincing, but I think I can do it. Very well. To you, I am known as Arvea Therese. I will put that in the journal, y'all. I was about to say, I don't have a snowball in there too. Yeah, yeah snowball's <laughs> chance in hell is spelling that right. You don't. It's. It took me a minute to learn how to say it. Arviatries. Arviatries. Sounds like a knockoff Arby's. Right. Arveaturus. For that comment, Campbell gets eaten. Make a new character. <laughs> and the writer? I'll put that in there too. Yeah. Meltharond. Sounds like a like Lord of the Rings Ron. wizard. Yeah. 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 Sounds like what you say to get in the minds of Moria. <laughs> Meltharon. <laughs> A great can, blue wizard mode. Can I do a perception check on Meltharon? I mean, he's he's he hasn't said anything. Yeah, while she's talking and kind of speaking directly to Stag, at the same time, you kind of edge off to the side to take a look. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an 18. An 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... You look up, and you see the long mane of wispy white hair blowing in the wind, a long beard also blowing in the wind, arms, hands firmly locked around the saddle horn, the reins that once existed rotten through, completely off. Uh, You're looking at a completely frozen corpse 
Oh, she's going crazy. Oh my god. I would like to make an insight check on her agreement offer. Sure. I don't think she's lying, but... An 18. An 18. Yes. She seems to be perfectly honest. She's getting real, real tired of getting mouthfuls of the undead instead of, like, a walrus or caribou. You know, she's getting tired of fighting massive undead giants and abominations and things like that things like that so she while she seems kind of just patiently patiently standing there like a statue um you can hear the grumble in her chest her you can feel her raw her raw elemental power and you know that while this is basically a blind old lady dragon hmm. Who may who may be a little bonkers? She is absolutely a, a a natural disaster, and she could do whatever she wanted. She could do whatever she wanted, and if she is asking you, if she is even entertaining the thought of being in your presence and revealing herself without doing anything and deigning to speak with you, she she's being honest because she otherwise she wouldn't. She wouldn't muddy her claws with this bullshit. She would just kill you. So she must actually want, like, a ground-level asset on this. She legitimately wants friends, allies. Okay. Cool. Campbell, make a history check for me. Absolutely. 18. Okay. So besides the besides the, uh like a general knowledge of the uh the difference between chromatic and metallic dragon which you know that chromatic are typically evil and metallic are typically good. You have had a run in with a white dragon before. Seasons ago, you were you were off the coast of near here, and you ran into a male white dragon. His his head crested with horns, and you you know them to be absolute hunters. So they they revel in the hunt. They're very bestial, you know. So they, while very intelligent, while more intelligent than the average bear, hey. they are. They <laughs> <laughs> they definitely don't ask for help. They are solo hunters. Once they mature, and they will carve out territory wherever it is, and and defend it to the death. Okay. So it just kind of reinforces what Sag was thinking. Yeah. Alright. And you distinctly remember this because the reason your ship sank 
eventually was in part due to the damage that that male white dragon did to the ship. There were other factors, but it didn't help. Yeah, it certainly wasn't the best thing that could have happened. No. But it's clear as day that this isn't the same dragon, so... Yeah. Roughly the same age. But definitely not... Definitely not the same dragon, for sure. And Yori, you've definitely done extensive research on dragons because, of course, your father Mm -hmm. wanted... I mean, dragons represent pure power. Like, unbridled, unfiltered fury. Mm -hmm. And he wanted that so badly. What, did he want to become a Draco Lich or something? Right. He always said that he had the heart of a dragon. As so him, honestly. I think that these terms are agreeable. Uh, she casts her head sideways at you. Good. I... I am weary of this fight. Many long battles have I fought. And... I wish to just live out the rest of my years, my many centuries, in peace. I am tired, little mice. I am tired. You can see kind of in her demeanor, her her shoulders kind of slump a little bit as she admits that she's tired and her head kind of lowers. Her wings shuffle a little bit. Even forces of nature will wind down. I think that, that that's totally understandable. A, a large creaking leather wing comes up off the ground and reaches out and gently runs the claw over you, Yora. Uh, this this claw like roughly half your size yep, uh, yep, 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 yep. and you can feel it tap 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 on your chest mm-hmm. where that where the scar was or is and then run up to your head and tap 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 and you can tell she's she's not only feeling you out like as a blind as, as a blind individual would, but also mm-hmm. feeling for something else. You. You have good heart. Our own mother has taught you well. And as as she says this, a symbol glows on her chest. And it's the phases of the moon. What? If she'll let me, I'll grab onto the claw that was that's tapping my head and press my head up against it and just say, um, the bonds of sisterhood 
transcend time. You have my word. Sister, it is good. It is good. And she puts a her nose up to Steg and breathes out a little bit. And says, You, I sense turmoil within you, King of the Tribesmen. Not in your role in life, but in who you are. And she, a long reptilian tongue extends from her mouth and she licks you. But you can feel like this crazy icy chill shoot through your body and then immediately you're warm. And she says, I hope you are able to find yourself. she casts uh, her gaze down at Campbell. Uh, and she says, You are new to this struggle. Your bravery is most commendable. the tool that you seek. You will find it on the path that you tread. Continue with your companions and you will achieve what you want for your fire god and yourself. And she raises her head and says, Go forth, allies. I will always be close. And with a huge gust of wind that knocks off your uh, she expands her wings, her, her 110-foot wingspan, and launches her ancient body into the sky and disappears into the night. Well, that was the nicest dragon I've met. We really just survive an encounter with an ancient dragon. Somehow that's two ancient white dragons in a row, baby. Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> two for two <laughs> right in a hundred but sounds like we should uh, just stay our course mm-hmm. it's nice to have you know reassurance I know that we were gonna go anyway but yeah. like it's nice to know also that was 
if I could shit my pants. If I had pants. <laughs> I had pants to shit. Boy, you better believe it. Yeah, you're telling me I was kind of expecting her to hold a grudge against us in particular, Cal. I know. But I don't think she worships the, the dragon killer anymore. No, was, no it the, I... was it the glowing moons? Give that one away. Yeah, what, what was that about? She's a worshiper of Saloon. I, that is <laughs> in all the places to find sisterhood in a dragon that has definitely tried to eat us before. It was unexpected. Did she try to well, eat us before? I would explain it. I'll, uh, I did a little once per day thing that I can do where I can detect good and evil. And, uh, she was good. Since when did you do that? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it again until I get a nappy nap. Takes it all out of me. You see, he's like sputtered down into a little blue flame. Oh. Takes a lot of me, you know? Well, I'm, I'm tired now. I'm going nap to nap. Glad to hear that she's good and we can trust her. That's rude, you know? But, okay, okay. Did anybody else notice how the guy that's been riding her is dead? Oh, dead as hell. Oh, so you mean she's talking to him and going crazy? Like, out of her mind. Oh, this is an old lady. What <laughs> about dragon dementia? <laughs> dragon dementia? <laughs> Maybe she's just been lonely. Maybe if we uh, act friendly towards her, it'll help. Did the guy's name ring a bell with anybody? Let me dig into my memory vault here. Uh, it did a while ago to Yora. Oh. Like, way back when. Yora did a history check, like, back when you first ran into it, you heard the name Melfa. Mm. Uh, I remember the outcome. I remembered what? That he was a, a very, very powerful wizard in in the Sea of Fallen Stars that directly opposed the Red Wizards of not necessarily a good guy, but he didn't—he didn't like the Red Wizards of Fey, which at least at least makes him like we could be cool, yeah, <laughs> a semi a possible ally. Yeah. But what you noticed when you looked at him is that he's been dead a lot. Melthorond is someone that disappeared decades ago. Like, before you were born. Oh, wow. You learn about him in the history books. Well, that could be, like, so recently, because I'm so young. <laughs> I'm talking, like, 80 to 100 years. Shit. When the Red Wizards of Thay were rising and and doing Red Wizard things, and everybody had to rise against them. Because the spell plague made them more powerful. But yeah, that's... So you guys uh, are free to move about the cabin. Mr. Desert. We didn't have dragons hiding in the sand in the desert. Are you sure about that? Don't make me think about that, God. 
Because <laughs> last time I checked, blue, blue and yellow dragons live in the desert. Yeah, sure do. But they never popped out and monologued at me. So in my mind, they don't exist. <laughs> no, usually it was a crackle of thunder and then blackness. Yeah. <laughs> then no like more rabbits. Because <laughs> boy, do blue dragons not talk. <laughs> they do not talk. Feisty sons of bitches. Yeah. Anyways, let's make way to, to ten towns, I think. I want to sleep in, like, a bed. Yeah. Do we want to check out Brine Chander? I feel like that... We could always go to my house. That is We're a free stay. So, yeah, we could stop by your house or stop by Brine Chander, because they'll probably have the most facilities. Well, and good meat oh, is on the right. way. Good mead's on the way. Oh, there oh, we go. Sweet. Here we go. It's huh? good mead and blanket on the town. It's East Haven. We're not stopping there. We got beef. No, no. We haven't been to East Haven. But they uh, don't like us. Dugan's Hole. Oh. Dugan's Hole is the last stop before the trail goes through uh, out into the tundra and through the mountain to get to Raven's Watch and then Luskin. Okay, so a few possible stops. Yep. Probably stop by Goodmead. Check on your stew. Forever stew. <laughs> see what's going on there. Yeah. We can see Theft. If he's even there. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. We stop on Goodmead. Stop at Goodmead. Mm-hmm. Restock and Brian Chander. Head to where this shield guardian is. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. Wing it. Yeah. Yeah, and then wing it. Well, yeah, get the, get the next clue. Yeah. Look at all those hell feathers on you. You must be great at winging it. <laughs> See, or I appreciate you it, I for really supporting my owl feather cloak. You know, it's nice. It was given to me. I support anyone who hunts birds. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Oh, especially owls. Knows. Do you feel a little bit preyed and predatory I did but now I can just shoot fire out of my hands Bear. so I feel a little safer it's safe but it's fire <laughs> uh, also does do either of you happen to know someone who would want to buy a bunch of netheries books because I've noticed <laughs> that a lot of our money is sitting in textbook honestly no. yeah. Theth may want to. Theth is... Campbell is my best friend. Ex-best friend. We're kind of complicated right now, but he is the leader of uh, a group of... He's the leader of, like, an undead resistance group. Ninjas? Do they have a name? The Grim Horde. Yeah. 
You have history? What's that face for? Yeah, something that we should know? No, I think just Graham Horde is... Daughter of Raven Queen, right? Like Grimhart is the son of Same the son, Raven that's Queen. What it was. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Sorry, pirates. I mean, sailors. Don't much like Raven Queen. Well, I think that you're in mighty fine company then, because I am in a begrudging relationship with the Raven Queen right now. More for survival than anything else. Gotta do what you gotta do to survive. Alright. Do we wanna head to Goodmead? Yeah, let's uh, sure. make some tracks. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get through the traveling bit because you guys are kind of a your surroundings. We're gonna get to Goodmead through kind of a cinematic travel. So you guys pass Kelvin's Kern and or no you guys see Kelvin's Kern in the distance you get to East Haven you travel around it because <laughs> it is one not your favorite place and two fortified you can see from the dried blood and viscera along the wooden palisades that they have been encountering undead attacks and as you move out, you can see in the distance columns of smoke coming from different ten town cities as the undead plight continues. You spend a few days traveling? What's up? What do you need? Since we spent a few days, I just want to point out that I message or I cast sending to Frost to let him know where we're going. Okay. <laughs> good boy. You can't hear this one, but good boy. So you guys are traversing and you can see from a distance the ruins of Caradunaval and Karakonig. And also a fresh a freshly sacked city of Targos off in the distance near Bremen and you can you constantly on the road are running across the the filth strewn trails of the marching undead hordes as they ping pong back and forth between cities to wear down the defenses. And so you come to Goodmead. Goodmead is currently completely walled. Oh, Not with palisades, wow. but with stone. And a brand is burned into the the banded iron gate that now stands on the road. A, a familiar brand. The brand of the Disciples of Grimhorde. 
you can see guards up top. And as you approach, uh, you hear a voice call out. Stand and be recognized. Who be out there? Feel seen. You to be recognized finally. Damn. The outcasts. Bless a newbie. Is that like our name? I like being married to this. (laughs) It's. It's fallen on tough times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You go with Renona. It's it's where our social capital comes from. Social capital. (laughs) It is. What the fuck is social capital? The name that lets us get led into good meat. Based on Uh, trust alone. So the brand on the gate that's burned into it is a a a raven with outstretched wings carrying a battle axe in its claws. They're not very subtle. I thought they were a secretive bunch. Well, if you don't know what that is... You can hear the guard conferring with the with somebody else behind him and he says all right residents are allowed to enter the city and he the door begins to creak open splitting down the middle inward that means you just guys, you you guys watch walking to good mead <laughs> yora this place is entirely different than you remember the structures, like the the residents' houses, are all still there. Mm-hmm. But in those spaces where there weren't houses before, there are now like ramshackle kind of thrown up houses, new builds that seem to be put together like like cookie cutter huts, put together made out of split wood, and the place is bustling. You've never seen it this busy. The You see a couple of people that you recognize, some of your neighbors, who were farmers and, you know, livestock keepers and things. Uh, and they're wearing, they're wearing, like, chain mail and, and things, and carrying spears and swords. And emblazoned on their chest is the sign of the Grim Horde. All of the armor is like a smoked black. And bustling by is a familiar face. His helmet is tucked underneath his arm. His gigantic sword is hoisted onto his back. His formerly disguised tattoos are now a glowing purple Uh, and he's wearing uh, padded leather pants and a and a harness a chest harness and that's it and he's grinning from ear to ear as he approaches it's the hulking form of Hanar wow 
Why do you, you leave the house without a jacket? <laughs> huh? Well, uh, hey, it's, it's wow. It's the it's the outcasts. Where the hell have you guys been? We've been kind of solving some mysteries in the north. Well, that's that's obvious. What brings you back home? Restock, resupplies, and a discussion with Fef. Ah. Well, the commander's uh, in his house. He's holding a, a war meeting right now. I bet you're wondering what the hell's going. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you've really made some changes around here since, I since what, two months ago? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, boom uh, wall so fast. Lots of bodies. Industrious stalkers. Working, working 24 hours a day. The entirety of your order moved to Goodmead? Oh, we've got the regulars and then a few grim as And we deputized the citizens and took in a, an absolute ass load of refugees. So we had to make changes. We had to put together, you know, housing and we had to protect them. So we got, you know, our reinforcements came in and then our, with our deputized soldiers, we built the wall around around Goodmead. Your house is right where it's supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> Unoccupied, Fef wouldn't have it. That's awful kind of him. Considering what I've brought to good meat, I mean, none of this would have happened without us. You heard about Grimmin, right? No. It's gone. Oh, Hannah, I'm so sorry. I managed to get my mom out. I was going to say, where is Adventure Mom? But my brother. He's gone. Taken by the hordes, they swept through like a like a wave. Any living flesh that they could get their hands on, they pulled from the houses. Anyone who resisted, they killed and dragged the bodies off. Anyone who didn't was taken. My brother's not a fighter. We all know this. So when that big nasty lizard man came and snatched him by his throat and hauled him off into a cage, he didn't do anything. So he's alive somewhere. Maybe. We've been seeing a lot of fresh dead amalgamations lately. Doesn't bode well for the prisoners. We as well. Fwester's gone. I'm sorry. He was taken by by the horde and turned into some sort of ghost creature 
possessed body. I wanted something much more for him. We all did. He was a good man. We could really use him right now. And uh, Yora will, will step forward and kind of like hold her arms out for a hug if he wants it. Yeah, he'll go in for a hug. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. Glad you're alive. Where's your mom? Is she here? We put her up in your neighbor's house. <laughs> yes. Perfect. I'm sorry to uh, break this to you, but your neighbors didn't make it through the first attack. So it was vacant, and we put her in next to you so that she could tend to your house. She asked. She said that uh, any sister would do it. But we need to give her a visit, too. The reason for all of this, all of this defense, is because Goodmead fell. At oh. first. Uh, Commander Morin sacrificed a great deal to take it back. And then we fortified it. If you're going to meet Commander Morin, I, uh, expect him to be a little different. He's colder. He's lost much. So, give him a break. He's expended a lot of resources protecting these people and protecting you. I know there's some animosity, but he does care for you and care for your friends and care for the people here. He considers himself at home here. And he already told me that he would do anything. Just cut him some slack. Um... I think we're going to, to, we're going to stop at my house first, probably drop off some stuff. Um, okay. Be safe. I'm taking a war party out. Brian Shander is under attack and we're going to help. Small one. The big attack is somewhere else. We don't know where their hordes have gone. There's pockets of undead all over the place, and they ambush. But ever since Bremen fell, it hasn't been nearly as as extensive. But they are here. We find signs of them. We just can't find them. It's like they disappear. And 
as he's saying that a a stout figure thumps up and you can see that this figure is not dressed in the grim horde outfit but instead carries the standard of the foaming mug of the battle hammer dwarves Oi, when are we going to go out and it's the uh, boy. It's smash the boy. Board. <laughs> uh as as you guys all go, it's the boy. <laughs> he goes uh hello. <laughs> and and so it is it is not the dwarf that you ran into in the in the the battle hammer what was his name Storic I think Storm. yeah that sounds right Your Storm. Storm no it's not Storm no it's not the boy yeah it's uh his name is Storm but this is not Storm no. yes this is not Storm this is one of his kin. He's got a big, bushy, red beard. Long. He's very, he's very dwarven. He's a, he's a, a dwarf, a shield dwarf, definitely. His braids real. are capped in gold. A real like, dwarf's dwarf. You know? He's a real dwarf's dwarf. But he is a battle hammer, and he's carrying a huge, double-sided battle axe. And a big old shield in his in his huge freaking leg-sized arms. And he says, Well, when are we going to um go out and smash some heads? Me and McKen, we've got uh, a little payback to hand out. Oh. Hello. Well met. Hi. Well met. I think we know one of your relatives. Oh, there's a lot of us. Storn? You know Storn? Yeah. Have you seen him? Not for a couple of weeks. Huh. Oh, so you don't know then. Apparently, before well, we ran into him... Uh, about a week ago and he was uh, partnered up with this big fucking giant of a man frost giant Uh, says they were hunting some kind of abomination that uh, destroyed our home when we heard our home was destroyed because we were out on patrol we headed to the nearest uh, enclave that we could find which is here We've been fighting, of course. <laughs> but you'll—I take it you're the uh, you're the group of adventurers that helped him down in the dwarven mines. That would be yep. us. Well, you have my thanks. Yeah, my my cousin—he's a stubborn one, you know, but. He's a good dwarf, through and through. He was there to avenge us. Luckily, 
a good chunk of our warriors weren't weren't in. There's a few of us around here. Oh. Well, we got constant. We've got at least three patrols going at any given time. A seventy-five battle dwarves. That's some good numbers. Because and he looks up at he looks up at Hanar. One shield dwarf is worth you know ten of these these fellas. And Hanar cuffs him all playfully. Says. That's what he thinks. I'm sitting at 72, and he's mad because he's sitting at 68. That's because you counted the big one as like five. That's cheating. It only counts as one. (laughs) So Hanar bows his head and says, it was good to see you truly. We'll see you again before we leave. I hope so. Come on, Kalik. Got work to do. Kalik Battlehammer tips his big uh, horned helmet at you and trundles off behind. Trundles off <laughs> behind Hanar. <laughs> Really running into a who's who of uh, people right. out here. Yeah, God, huh. it's. Well, that was know, an emotional what... roller coaster. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Know this, Campbell, but he, when we first met him, was a stumbling, bumbling man. It's kind of well, crazy. Still, because he doesn't know how to put on a fucking jacket. It's... Put on a chest harness just fine, but. Coat and can't. Helmet's too big, can't fit it. Anyways. What do you have against this getup? Yeah. It looks Stag stupid. also doesn't wear a shirt, really. I mean, he does look at him. I wear a shirt. Clothes. I wear clothes. He's got, yeah, he's got lots of clothes. I thought that you didn't Just... wear many clothes. No, they kept falling off because... Wow, that's racist. (laughs) That's kept falling off because I didn't have the ability to... Like, keep them when I changed into a bear. I I sent a picture to the journal of my character build for Hanar. Grim Knight Hanar. He's got... He's got cum gutters, damn. Yeah, he does. And those titties. Yeah, harness is barely keeping him in. That's what the harness is for? His it's for your safety, not his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, his uncontrollable pectoral muscle. <laughs> All right, home. Sounds like a plan. Yep. So you guys arrive at Yora's cottage. And it seems well-maintained, you know, dusted and the door is nice and secure. And as you enter, because Yor has a key, it's it's well-kept. There's even a fire in the fireplace. So the interior is warm. There's the stew. Oh, finally. There is, there is the eternal stew simmering 
over the cooking over the cooking fire. Give me some of that. I'll go into the kitchen and get some bowls and and some mead. Lisbon's going to set up at at their uh, their particular spot, the little the little city spot next to the fire. Just poof up. Hey Campbell, can we take a seat? It's nice to be home. It is nice. So what if we just hung out here? Like, you know, we don't... This is nice. Well, then Lovistus is going to be on the mortal plane, and that's... Not nice. Not nice. Yeah. We have responsibilities. We could get goats and just, like, hang out and make cheese and... <laughs> oh, fine. Okay. Not do this. <sighs> Not do all of this. It'll be a nice, a nice rest. I don't know how, for how long though. We should probably join that war party. Well, they're heading over to Brightstone, do they said, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we might as well tag along at that point. I don't know when uh, I'm leaving. is backtracking. I believe. Let me look. Hold on. Just to make sure. Oh, I thought the whole reason we stopped at Goodmead is because it was on the way to Brian Shander. It's on the way to the <laughs> Shield Guardian. Yeah. Dugan's Hole is the, last, is the last stop. Yeah. Either way, I think stopping by Brian Shander is a good choice. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Maybe they'll have someone there to take those books off of you. Yeah, if that doesn't doesn't want them. Oh, yeah. Okay, Campbell. So uh, the the thing with Beth is that he was my best friend. Really, the only person here in Goodmead that would talk to me for the longest time. And I told him everything. I told him the secrets that I had never told anybody in Icewind Dale. We shared meals, we shared evenings, and come to find out that he was this. She'll point out the window to all of Grimhorde and everything. And he never told me. Did he have a reason not to tell you? Because, I mean, if you're so close, I'm sure that there must have been some reason he kept it from you, right? The only one that I can think of is that he was a spy. That none of it was real or it started out not real and then he actually became close with me or who knows but it's it doesn't feel like any of it was true 
Remember the nature of their group is secrecy. And it seems like they do a lot of uh, big ol' operations, so maybe he didn't want to actually drag you into anything. Or maybe I was just another pawn. I don't know. We'll talk to him. We'll see what the operations are. And then we'll keep going. Only one way to go at this point. Delicious stew, by the way. Thank you. You know, I never cooked growing up, so I had to teach myself here in Goodmead. While you guys are talking, the door bursts open, and a what appears to be a pile of goods walks <laughs> through the door. <laughs> Is there uh, a mimic and, and there's, in the town there's <laughs> and there's the sound of a familiar voice chastising a a vaguely familiar looking grim knight and the voice is saying leave it to an old lady to carry all of these things in here ridiculous what if Yora came home and her her cabinets weren't stocked. What if she... There's... She'll come home eventually. I don't think you have to worry about that. Uh, There is a clatter (laughs) as all the stuff hits the ground and and Adventure Mommy is standing there. Adventure Uh, Mommy! Cora sits there with her mouth wide open the Grim Knight standing behind her looking slightly guilty but amused and she rushes in to to greet you <laughs> my sister my sister oh good my to see you uh, uh, I just pick her up because I think I'm slightly bigger than her I you are her very up. very much bigger than her. The biggest bear hug that I then walk over to Stag so that he can join. <laughs> I oh, knew. <laughs> I didn't have any doubts that I would see you again. But <laughs> I'm where's... just so happy. <laughs> but where... Where's Fuster? Off causing trouble somewhere again. I told him to stay out of... No, he, he didn't make it. Well, I loved him dearly. He was a good boy. But who, who is your sweet little bunny friend? Uh, Campbell Porto. And you must be the Cora that these two talked about. You know, reach out for a handshake. 
Uh, I imagine his pulls, ears are just taller than her. Yeah, she pulls her, him into a hug. <gasps> and says, we hug around here. The outcasts, no matter who their members are, are always family. That's, uh, that's and nice to hear. She pulls, she she goes, oh, wait, and scrambles through the the mess of junk and pulls up the plaque that says Home of the Outcasts for Brennan and says, I was going to put I was going to put this on uh, next to the door. Okay, I saved I it. I love that idea. Yes, 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 do it. I'm so sorry about Bremen. It's alright. It's alright. Poor Finn. He's oh. still out in, in the lake, I think. Hopefully none of the undead have gotten to him, but he fought. He really did. To help protect Bremen. He's he said, and I quote, as he bit a few zombies in half, that if anyone was going to terrify the fishermen of Bremen, it was going to be him. <laughs> we made him our mascot, did you know that? Please tell me you have something with him on it. And she holds up a carved piece, the new carved piece for hidden treasures that she was going to put up for the sign. And it has it has a characterized version of Finn on it. Uh, and she looked at it and said, because he was really the hidden treasure all along. Oh. He was thrilled. <laughs> I stood on the dock and called out to him like a stubborn mother, and he definitely came. Campbell, uh, Finn was kind of like this... this like a dragon in the water? I I don't really remember. A giant sea monster. A sea, sea monster. monster. The north. Mm-hmm. But he was very nice. Poor guy. Yes, very intelligent. He was he was awakened. Yes. We, I can relate. Found out. It doesn't really unscare you when you've been tossed into the freezing water and you're in it with him all of a sudden. I will wow. say, that's that's an experience. Every single He's sailor bone in my body every yeah, single right? sailor bone in my body says, here's sea monster and shakes. <laughs> all of the hairs on your body stand up. Turns into a little cotton ball, just <laughs> you turn into a poof. Cal goes, oh, sea monsters. <laughs> You scared the bunny right out of him. Terrifying. And who is this? Hi, I'm Cal. Oh, no. Does he manage to pop out of my pocket on his own for once? Yeah. Boop. Boop. I have a little embodiment of flame. <laughs> also known as the Flame of the West. Also known as the Everlasting Light. Also known as, and he, he like spouts off all these titles. And you notice that there's like one more than the last time he introduced himself to somebody. <laughs> we don't know which one is the new one. Oh. It's just, it's just so But you just count, there's there's eight of them instead of seven. Yeah, <laughs> wait, there's an extra one in there. Count! <laughs> Cora kind of smiles when she sees y'all's reactions of like, ugh. And. And she bows deeply to him and says, 
It is a pleasure to be speaking to one so anointed. Look at this. Correct. It is a pleasure to be speaking to you, too. Can we, can we leave it with you? This is... This is... That's how you treat somebody. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's been too long since someone stoked you, ain't that right? And he grabs him and puts him back in the pocket. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm the one of the world! <laughs> I right, now you're the flame of the wabbit. The flame of the wabbit. I'll flame your rabbit. Great flame of the left pocket. <laughs> it's like having a younger brother with you all the time. Oh. It's a flame of the right pocket. It's the red. <laughs> no, the left pocket. That's right. It's the red. Thoad's yeah. left. Thoad's <laughs> left. So prestigious. <laughs> all I see, all that counts as my lot is mine. That fiber <laughs> and that fiber and some of that pocket lens. <laughs> oh, stay, stay away from my yarn. And my weavings. You see he's just already a, eyeing the cerulean. No! No, not the cerulean! <laughs> Why does everybody love the cerulean so much? Look at it. Alan says it's the tastiest. It looks like cerulean. <laughs> not for eating. It's for socks. Or something else. The, uh berobed grim knight walks forward. You see he's not armed in any way. And he says, we have um, unofficially met. And he points at the uh, it, it, he like taps his chest and he's wearing the medallion that disappeared when you called upon him to assist you in the uh, castle of the occult. I'm Cal. You and I experienced this undead nightmare together for the first time out of anybody. Yora will walk up and give him a hug, too. Uh, He goes, and pats her on the back. He we radiates. would have been goners without you. Well, it's it's my duty. It was my duty to protect you when called upon. So, I had your back. Also, ghouls are really susceptible to fucking lightning bolts, so... That's good to know. Okay. Uh, he, he, to lightning bolt. he snaps his finger and little lightning sparks fly off. I want you to call a uh, storm sword. Whoa. Wow, oh, some Chelsea's arcane magic. He, Campbell snaps his finger into sparks of fire. Oh, oh. A pyromancer. Yeah. Oh, we have so much to talk about. <laughs> I feel like he everybody like... is kind of shitting on my magic. Yeah, yeah, it's divine magic, whatever. Um... I don't have any magic. 
Yeah, he magic. sits out. He sits. Yeah. Yeah. Our magic, magic is magic. Little stag. That's he a curse. Down, yeah. He sits down cross-legged in front of in front of Campbell and starts like talking in the language of Maestra that all spellcasters, like full spellcasters, so sorcerers, wizards, warlocks, uh, but not all... clerics. Nope. Yeah, okay. Not clerics. Okay. Uh, yeah, I get actually, yeah, well, clerics, clerics, paladins, uh, and druids all all speak a different. Like they're all in the same the same little group. Mm-hmm. While well, wizards, sorcerers, and warlocks <laughs> from your stores. Yeah, from yeah. my stores. Stag, would you like a mead? Yeah, I would love a mead. Let's get mead. He starts speaking to Campbell and Mystic. <laughs> oh, I can't understand him. I can't hear if he wants a mead. Too bad. Bye. Yeah, oh, just, oh gosh. Oh no. They're just, they're just having nerd talk like two people who discover they both play like yeah. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. It's it's definitely uh, two people who randomly meet and find out they're both avid Magic players. <laughs> it's just like, what deck are you running? Oh, like, what colors? That's cute. How do you run your man? Burn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I'm a black white. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's what they're doing. That's the energy that they're giving. Mm-hmm. And Calvin is just—he doesn't understand it, but he's—he's he's speaking igni <laughs> at them, just at them. That's cute. Cracker, cracker, snap, snap. <laughs> Why is he bark, oh. bark? Why does he talk like Rice Krispies? Snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> Cal doesn't do well when he's excluded. No, I want to be included. I'm going to get moved. Bye. <laughs> Cal, see. And then I'm gonna, and then I'm, I'm gonna find something like candles to burn. Hell, the mead's not flammable. Yeah, here, have a candle. Beeswax. Beeswax. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it melts so good. <laughs> oh man and so you guys get to take a long rest and meet up with you know relax in yours house uh, and that's where we'll end our session Ooh, no cliffhanger no cliffhanger just nope. warm fuzzies. The cliffhanger comes next session. Yeah, yeah, it the, does. The icy, uh, the icy north version of the beach episode. Just hanging out in our cabin. Yeah. <laughs> because y'all deserve it. Yeah, we do. The See whole episode friends. was just gifts. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. An alliance with an ancient white dragon who might be have a little dragon dementia, but whatever. Yeah. It's for you. You can have that. <laughs> it's yours. Well, oh. so so the, the campaign has you ether Well, here, we'll do that in the in-betweeners. Uh yeah. plug your pluggables. 
Oh boy, oh boy, if you want to follow me on Instagram, do so. It's, auth- <laughs> it's authorized entry, by the okay. way. <laughs> do so. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, if you don't have our handles memorized, because we're 82 episodes in, uh, if you don't have our handles memorized, I, man... I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Please stop skipping the end. Do so if you don't have a memorized. Yeah, yeah the end yeah. is the best part. Yeah, you. I I know I have asked our lovely, lovely fan to watch all the way to the end or listen all the way to the end because it helps with the algorithm. Also, get a savism as a treat, as a little treat. It's a tasty, tasty morsel. You can find me at brutal critical official on Instagram at brutal underscore critical on Twitter and at patreon.com slash TPKG. New stuff incoming. I've had a a being on the meds that I'm on. I've had a brain blast and I've been working tirelessly. So um, we're getting, you know, we're getting that, that merch set up. We're getting, uh, we're getting a bunch of things put in. I'm actually doing it. I know that I've said this a couple of times, but with my brain doing brainy things, I would say that and then be like, brain didn't brain hundred percent. Yeah. So it's failed successfully. I'm taking care of the very last thing that I need to do to be like a regular person in my eyes. (laughs) So uh, bear with us and we will have, that merch store we will have all of that stuff set up i am as we speak on this screen over here players can see me pointing at this screen you guys can't uh that are listening stage left right there it's stage right yeah that's, that's stage right. just left oh i don't know uh no yeah that's that's everybody stage. use the like l hold up your hands which one makes an l um on my second screen, I have our website pulled up and it's, it's being built right now. So I am really bad at it, so it might take a minute. It's really confusing, but I'm teaching it to myself just like I taught myself audio. So um, just bear with us. We got it. I'm on it. I'm on the ball. Uh, and we'll have more for you guys. Um, yeah, that's all I got. You can find me if you go searching. <laughs> look on the dawn of the third day. Look to the east. No. <laughs> There's my Twitter handle. There's my Twitter handle. <laughs> the rising sun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a billboard at some point and just put Gordon's Twitter handle on it. Nothing else. Just like comic sayings. <laughs> Comic Sans, that's the worst form. And, and wingdings. Yeah, wingdings would oh, be fun. You too. might as well put it in papyrus and slap it on an Avatar movie oh. poster. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Avatar is. It's papyrus font. Avatar The Last Airbender or Avatar? James Cameron. Not at all. all. What about yep. that? Oh, um, well, you can find me at Merrily Zav on Instagram. That is at M-E-R-R-I-L-Y-S-A-V on Instagram. And for my additional plug of the week, 
Um, if you live in the United States, you may or may not be aware of the slew of anti-queer and specifically anti-trans legislation that's been introduced into state legislatures all across the country. Um, if you have the ability and the time, I highly suggest that you educate yourself on what your representatives and senators may be proposing and figure out how you can get involved at the local level to make sure that if it's bad, it doesn't happen. Absolutely. Um, your, uh, Savannah was nice enough and lovely enough to provide uh, the source where I could go educate myself because I am currently educated. Uh, and I will be doing that uh, sometime either today or tomorrow, going to read all the things in my state. You should also do that because shit ain't right. No. And uh, you can find information on where to learn more at the ACLU. They have a list of all of the uh, anti-queer and anti-trans bills that are being introduced across the country. Yep. Um, ground zero of that fight is in Tennessee right now, but it is happening everywhere. Uh, we have we actually have a lot of listeners Tennessee, uh, thanks to one of our super fans. We have quite a few listeners from Tennessee, and uh, thank you guys for uh, listening to us and and supporting Sav, our our the best sister and the loveliest person. Um, and we know, you know, we know that you guys care about her, and um we're gonna keep we're gonna fight this fight you know because i you know that's my sister i'm gonna fight this fight and i hope you guys will fight this fight too uh we don't normally take hit well yeah we do but who you can yes we do. yeah we started this out not wanting to take uh, a political stance on anything and then oh, the right. world the world forced <laughs> our hand and now we're very we're very clear about our political stances and our and our social stances um and you know we're gonna take care of our own uh so with that um all of you out there all the lovely remember to take care of yourself and as always fun roll we'll see you next week stay safe everyone and goodbye goodbye talk to y'all later bye guys <laughs>